Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beauties. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yep, you know it. Your girl, Dr. Lynn Goble. And I am back with another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That's what I'm about to give you a dose of. I am coming into your home, your phone, your car, or your computer just to release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from. Again, thank you to all of my listeners across the world, nationwide and internationally. As always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love. You are my beauties, my soul shines, and I appreciate each of you for tuning into the podcast each week. Listen, keep it locked, keep listening and subscribing to Beautiful Soul Sunday because I am here just to give you some news that you can use. And of course, that is only the good news, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I pray that all of you beauties have had an amazing, blessed and prosperous week. I can say that my week was pretty productive. So I thank God for that. I'm still working a lot of long hours on my secular job, but I am so grateful and thankful to God for blessing me, being with me and strengthening me to be able to get the job done. You know, only God can do that. God is so amazing and I really could not do it without him or really anything for that matter. So I truly thank God for that. And I want to thank you. I want to thank all of my listeners who lift me up in prayer. I can feel your prayers and I do appreciate you so, so much. So keep lifting a sister up because believe me, I do appreciate your prayers. So guys, last week on social media, I shared something that the Lord spoke into my spirit. I mean, I heard it loud and clear. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you or not, but sometimes when I'm having thoughts or even private conversations in my own mind, God will interrupt my thoughts. And I was thinking about something that actually happened, which wasn't right. And it had to do with being treated unfairly, which didn't bother me really, but apparently I guess maybe it did because God was not pleased and I got the feeling that it even angered him. So as I was thinking about what happened, God literally interrupted my thoughts. And as I was thinking about being treated unfairly in a particular situation, God just simply said to me, I'm about to flip it. I thought it was such a great reassuring word that I made a Facebook post about it. And let me tell you, I was blown away 
by the responses, the comments and the feedback I received just from sharing a word that God had personally given to me. I mean, I was really blown away. I had people commenting. I had people instant messaging me. So I thank God that it didn't only bear witness with my spirit, but it also bared witness with other people. And God went on to say to me, tables are about to be turned over and flipped in your favor. So I was really going to speak on another topic this week. But because of the responses I received just from that one post, and also because I do pray for a fresh word, which is also relevant. So I thought I would podcast about it and just let you know and reassure you that tables are being flipped in your favor. Now, a lot of my Bible readers are familiar with the story in the Bible where Jesus turns over the tables of the money changers because they were using God's house as a marketplace. And of course, anytime there is a market, there is always going to be an opportunity for someone to cheat, rob or steal from the market. And you can find this story in the New Testament of the Bible in all four of the Gospels. The story is told in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew 21, Mark chapter 11, St. Luke chapter 19, and St. John chapter 2. The scripture says, I'm going to read the one out of St. Matthew chapter 21, verse 12. It says, And Jesus went into the temple of God, and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. But I like the account John gives describing the scene of Jesus, quote unquote, cleansing the temple, because John provides teachings of Jesus, which are not found anywhere else. I mean, John is very detailed in writing and talking about Jesus being the Messiah and being the bread of life, being the light of the world. He talks about Jesus being the door, the good shepherd. And he also talks about the disciple who Jesus loves. You have to read the book of St. John to find out who that is. When I first read through St. John, I felt like it had a surprise ending. I don't want to give it away in case you haven't read the book of John. However, I would encourage you to read it. But the book of John is the most theological out of all four of the Gospels. In the account John gives, this is actually the second time Jesus cleared or cleansed the temple in St. John chapter 2, verses 13 through 17, some scholars believe that the accounts given and recorded by the other disciples and the account given by John are two separate incidents, given that the Gospel of John also includes more than one Passover. But Jesus is stated to have visited the temple in Jerusalem, where the courtyard is described as 
being filled with livestock, merchants, and the tables of the money changers who changed the standard Greek and Roman money for Jewish shekels or Jewish money. Jerusalem was packed with Jews who had come for the Passover And it's estimated that there were probably over 300 or 400,000 people. So there were a lot of people. The merchants and money changers set up their booths in the court of the Gentiles in the temple, crowding out the Gentiles who had come from all over the civilized world to worship God. The merchants sold sacrificial animals at high prices. And listen to this. They often deceived foreigners who did not know the exchange rates. So in other words, they didn't know any better and they were being cheated. They were being deceived and taken advantage of because the foreigners were unaware that they were being cheated. I want you to hear me. It was causing a disruption and even frustration with the people who were attempting to worship as well. This, of course, angered and I would even dare say infuriated Jesus because any practice which interferes with worshiping God, it really should be stopped. So Jesus made a whip of cords and drove them out of the temple. He literally beat them or whipped them out of the temple. He drove out the livestock. He poured out the coins of the money changers, and he overturned their tables. He told those who sold pigeons to take them away, and he said, do not make my father's house a house of trade, or another translation says, a den of thieves. Again, this is found in St. John chapter 2, verses 13 through 16. And you know, I always thought that Jesus was only angry because they were selling and gambling in the temple and making God's house a marketplace. But after revisiting this story, God really illuminated the scriptures to me And, you know, that is not the only thing that angered Jesus. It angered him even more. Watch this, because they were taking advantage of his people and those who had come from long distances. The money changers exchanged all international currency for special temple coins which was the only money the merchants would accept. But check this out, beauties. And I want you to really get what I'm saying. God is not down with his people being cheated. And, you know, I found it interesting that God initially said, I'm about to flip it. He didn't say I'm about to turn it because the scripture does say he turned over the tables. But when he spoke to me, he didn't say, I'm going to turn it. He said, I'm going to flip it. And if you've followed me, then you know that I am a word person. So, of course, I wanted to research the true definition of flip and also make a comparison between 
what it means to turn something and what it means to flip something. And I love looking up definitions because if you look at the two words, turn and flip, you may tend to think that these words are similar. However, once you find out or discover their true meaning, you will find that they aren't the same thing at all. And I'm going to talk about both words and read some definitions because these words have two very critical different definitions. And I just love how God decides to carefully choose his words when he is addressing issues. Whenever you talk about turning something, it means to move in a circular direction. It means to rotate, spin, or revolve. Turning is the act of moving in order to change or face another direction. It means to change positions, but because it also means to rotate, what that means is that even if the position changes in your favor, because it is in the rotation, it could also change again and not be in your favor. Whenever it is your turn, it means that you are in a position to alternate with someone else until it's your turn again. It means that one person after another will take a turn. And the thing about taking turns is that sometimes you will get cheated out of your turn when someone else decides that they want to move out of turn when it's clearly not their time or their turn. And the thing about turns is that your situation could take a turn for the better or for the worse. The thing about turns is that you never really know how things will quote unquote turn out and what the outcome will be until after you have taken your turn. And once you take your turn and you use it to your advantage, once you have used it, you may not get another turn or another opportunity to do something different, to make things right or to make changes. The thing about turns is that sometimes you don't get a do over. Once you have taken your turn, that's it. It's a wrap. But listen, when you flip it, that's another story. And I'm going to talk about that beauties after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, loves. 
So before the break, I was sharing the definition of what it means to turn something. And I mentioned that when it's your turn or when you use your turn, then that's a wrap. And you may not get another turn or opportunity to do something over or someone could even jump in front of you and take your turn. When God spoke to me last week and said, I'm about to flip it in my mind, I wondered why he didn't just say, I'm about to turn it. So in reading what turn means, I have a better understanding of what it means to turn something. And I also now understand why God used the word flip instead of the word turn. Because here we go, guys, to flip something, it means to do it quickly or suddenly. One definition even said in a twinkle. And of course, I immediately thought about the scripture out of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 and 52. It says, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Verse 52 says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. So the word twinkling in verse 52, when it mentions twinkling of an eye, twinkling literally means to do something in an instant. And God said that he's about to flip things in my favor and in your favor. God said the way a light switch is flipped on and off, he is about to make something happen for you that quick. He said, I'm going to flip it and I'm going to switch it or change it the way you change the channel on your television or the way you change a radio station or the way you would turn a page in a magazine. God said that when I flip your situation in your favor, that's how fast it's going to happen. It's going to be like turning a page. It's going to be in an instant. And listen, whatever you are going through, I'm here to let you know that God is about to flip it. Another definition of flip is to buy a piece of property or real estate in order to renovate it. So you would actually flip it in order to quickly resell it at a higher price. So God is saying, even in the natural, that when he gets ready to flip it, whatever your it is, when he flips it in your favor, what you need to understand is that the price and the value is going to increase. If you were to make a purchase too soon, I might even be talking to myself right now, the price would not match the value. But if you would just hold on and wait while you are waiting, I am increasing your property value to a substantial profit 
And I just heard in my spirit settlement. So someone who is waiting to receive a settlement, I'm here to tell you that God is working it out in your favor. And even the price that you were quoted, God said, that's not the price that you are going to receive because I am going to flip it. And, you know, years ago, there was a phrase that people would always say when something was about to change. And that phrase was flip the script. What that means is that whatever has been going on in your life that seems as if God has forgotten about you or that God has left you hanging, whatever it is that may have had you worried or upset, whatever has been stressing you out, God wanted me to tell you that he is about to reverse your situation and do something radical, amazing, and unexpected in your life. So listen, beauties, I want you to not just expect a miracle, a change, or a turnaround, but I want you to look for it and expect it. God said, I am about to flip the script. Some roles and positions are about to be flipped. I hear the spirit of the Lord saying, I am about to cause you to rule over those who used to rule over you. And I don't know if you realize this or not, but I believe this is the reason God had me to talk about leading and following and respecting authority in one of my previous episodes because the roles are about to change. God said, I am about to flip it. Your situation is about to be turned around. Even things which have been spoken against you, said against you, and done against you, God said that you have no need to fight in this battle. I've got you. You don't have to say a word because what was meant for evil, God is about to flip it, not just for your good, but for good, period. When he flips it, that's a wrap. I just want to prophesy to a few of you and share what I'm hearing in my spirit that God is about to flip it. Your story is about to change. So listen, grab your phone, take a selfie so that it's time stamped today, October 18th, 2020, so that you can remember what you look like today, because I hear in my spirit, the Lord saying that by this time next year, you are not even going to look the same because your very life is about to change for the better, even better than you could have ever imagined. Listen, God wants me to let you know that everything you have ever been cheated out of, God is saying, I am about to flip it to make sure you are paid back everything the enemy has stolen from you in Jesus name, because I've seen what you have done in secret and I am about to reward you 
openly. I hope you are really able to receive and grasp what I'm saying because this is a prophetic word from the Lord. God is about to flip things in your favor. And listen, that's a check you can take to the bank and cash it because it is good. God is good on his word. And I'm here to tell you and reassure you that God is going to make it happen. So listen, beauties, expect it. I know that I am in a posture to receive whatever God has. And listen, you don't have to worry when someone is not treating you fairly because God's got you and he's going to make sure that you are paid back everything the enemy tried to cheat you out of. Listen, that is truly some good news you can use. And I am so excited about it. So before I end the show today, the quote I want to leave with you is out of the book Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. This is the King James Version, and it says, I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. So listen, if someone has been cheating you, they should really be afraid because I'm telling you, God is about to whip some people. He's about to flip it. I also want to read a translation out of the Messenger Bible from the same passage of Scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. It says, I've also concluded that whatever God does, that's the way it's going to be always. No addition, no subtraction. God's done it, and that's it. That's that. So whenever God blesses us, gives us favor, or flips a situation to work on our behalf, and for good, whatever God does, it may not be added or subtracted, but I want you to know that it can and it will be multiplied. No addition, no subtraction, just multiplication. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember to keep living your best life for Christ and always walk in love, even if someone is cheating you, because God's got you and he's going to make sure that you are paid back everything the enemy cheated you out of. So just keep living your best life. Let your soul shine. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive. Stay healthy body, soul, and spirit. Be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and never forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at BeautifulSoulSunday.com. Until next time, 
blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.